Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name, as you may or may not know, is AJ Kearns, and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring our favorite beers and breweries to life. It's that simple, folks. We find people, we get them to agree to come on the show, we learn about their art, their story, how they teamed up with X, Y, and Z Brewery, and see where it takes us. So it is with insane excitement that we say we're up to episode number 57, Cincuenta y Siete. And this week's featured artist is Leslie Herman. You may know Leslie if you are a music fan like myself. He has a great repertoire of artists. Humphreys McGee, Widespread Panic, Spoon, Edward Sharp, The Kills, Fish, Tran Anastasio, Mike Gordon, Ween, and just a really great you know repertoire, uh, or as they say in the biz, his portfolio, and it's really solid. And so it's just really a lot of fun. And we came to learn of Leslie, you know, for this through his work with Fat Orange, you know, Brew Company and Twelve Percent Beer Project. And so it was really exciting because like I said I'm a gig poster guy, and so I knew of Leslie's work. Used to see some of his stuff back in the day on OMG posters, and you can go to his website, Leslie L E S L I E Herman H E R M A N dot com. You can also find kind of some early sketch work, see some of his original concepts, leslie.herman on Instagram. It's a really great follow, so make sure you do that. It's very exciting, so make sure you tell Leslie we sent you over there. But Fat Orange Cat Brewing Company, it's a great brewery here in Connecticut. I have nothing but good things to, to say about them. I did miss one of the, you know, I think the first release, I, I got their cans at the 12% event, but I missed the uh, the limited Leslie prints. So looking forward to getting a hold of something and hanging up here in the studio. But going over to leslieherman.com, you can find out more information about that. And Fat Orange Brew Company, excited to announce they will be doing another release coming up on April 29th. It's a Sunday, Sunday fun day. So really exciting. We have been spoiled in Connecticut with the 12% releases. The you know epic bottle shares get there early in the morning. Just a ton of fun. But this one is a trifecta. It features Decadent uh, Ales and Evil Twin collaboration. Decadent Delight, which is a, a stout. Then you have Evil Twin and Root and Branch, uh, another collaboration. That's the nomadic approach to reinventing the wheel. It's a double IPA with uh, double dry hop with Galaxy Mosaic. And then also Vito the Beer Whale Cat. That's right. That's the exclusive blue variant for this New England style IPA, which is only going to be available in the Rockin' Nutmeg state. So you don't want to miss that. It's a lot of fun when you go to these things. And uh, we'll definitely be there. It happens Sunday the 29th at Voracious Brewing Company in Monroe, Connecticut. You can find out more information on their Instagram, but also make sure to check out Maltose Express. It's a great store if you're into home brewing. They're kind of the big advocates and pioneers in Connecticut. So really excited that they have their own brewery now. So it will be a lot of fun. We're really excited to have that back in the mix. We will see you there on the 29th. So once again, you're listening to episode number 57. Wow. And we cannot be happier. If you're listening to us, you most likely know that our website is 16ozcanvas.com. That is the 16-ounce canvas. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on Vino, but we don't really know what we're doing. We don't really do much over there, but we're technically there. So if you you know want to follow along with that train wreck, feel free. And... Uh, Feel free to get in touch. AJ at 16OZCanvas. We'd love to hear from you. Use the hashtag pound sign tic-tac-toe 16OZCanvas and get in touch. We're really excited. We will be attending the Craft Brewers Conference in 
Nashville, Tennessee at the end of the month or beginning of May, depending on how you look at it. And so if you will be attending, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to connect. Network, network, network. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Really excited. It's our first time going to an event as media. You know, so we're spinning some fake news for everybody, some crazy new beer news, and just kind of get the word out there. But no, it should be a lot of fun. CBC, Craft Brewers Conference in Nashville, Tennessee. So get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. But without further ado, I bring to you Mr. Leslie Herman, rock and roll artist, aficionado, Fat Orange Brew Company, 12% beer project, 16-ounce canvas. Other words said slowly before we begin the interview right now. Hello and welcome to another edition of the 16-ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Excited to have with us today, Mr. Leslie Herman, rock and roll artist extraordinaire. Thanks so much for uh, making the time, Leslie. It's uh, great to finally connect. Like I said to you, uh, you know, earlier before we started, I've been a fan of your work uh, you know, before you uh, dipped your toes into the, the craft beer scene. So it's really nice to kind of bring it, you know, full circle with uh, my, you know, my love of music and you know, love of beer. So really psyched to have you on the show today. Oh well, hey AJ, thanks so much for having me. I mean, it's. Um... You know, it's kind of crazy that you knew my work. I mean, um, that's you know, it's flattering that you you know known of it before, but uh, it's you know, cool bringing two worlds together. Obviously, and um, glad to hear you're you know excited about the you know stuff doing with beer stuff. Yeah, it's great. Like uh, you know, uh, as you know, folks listening, you know, I'm a big you know fish fan. So you've done work you know for Fish and Trey and Mike Gordon, and then we were just geeking out on a uh, you know spoon. You know, that was definitely that's one of I felt cool that they like, you know, learning about them when I was in Nashville, you know, a few years ago. And so having, you know, seeing your, your work with them kind of made me feel a little bit cooler. So that's definitely, I, I was psyched <laughs> about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, all those bands are great. And uh, like each of the ones you mentioned have been such a you know pleasure to work for. And it's, um, it's just cool seeing some of the, you know, people that know me from, you know, that world now following, you know, in the beer world and this, you know, just being able to kind of like maneuver through different genres like that is, um, I don't know, it's kind of awesome. I mean, it's, you know, there's no real way else you would have known of my work or something. So, you know, I expect, you know, jumping into this different genre um, to kind of, you know, not have anyone know me. So it's cool that we've kind of had this connection um, before we've had this connection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's cool because people, you know, Different folks have said that, you know, the beer labels are kind of like the new, uh, you know, album covers. So to have somebody who's kind of a, you know, rock and roll guy like yourself kind of, you know, come into the scene, it's pretty cool. So like I said, we're pretty psyched to have you. Obviously self-serving, yeah, yeah. any any degree of separation that I can get from Fish is awesome. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I didn't even realize it in preparation, but I'm wearing one of my, the I, I have the, the one of those fish shirts that have like the name and then ampersand. It's all the guys. And, uh, I usually wear it when I go to the gym cause I ran the, I ran the New York city, Mar <laughs> New York city half marathon a few years ago wearing this. And it was kind of fun to run through Manhattan and people yelling at all these like fish references and stuff like that. So it was kind of cool. <laughs> nice. It's a little like, uh, um, very specific, uh, cheers coming your way. Yeah. It was like, all right, that was mine. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I was definitely like at the, I was, la <laughs> like, I was lagging. Like I wasn't, I wasn't in, you know, a Kenyan or anything running anything like to win a race, but like I was like dying. And so I'd be like, Fluffhead, and I'd be like, All right, I can do it. I got another mile in me. So yeah, it was clutch. It's not just like yeah. Hey, slow guy. Yeah, hey, yeah, asshole, get moving. We gotta I gotta get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. nice. Yeah. So so what so let's uh let's let's dive into it, Leslie. What's the kind of like Leslie, the Leslie Herman story. This is the easy part for me. I'm gonna, you know, sit back and drink my beer here, and while you tell, but like, how did you, how did you get into art, and you know, where did kind of, where did it all start? Um, I don't know where it started. I mean, I guess it's always like you know, it's, as far as I can remember, you know, which I'm sure like most people, you know, kind of start really young, and um, I don't know. I, I grew up in uh Wilmington, Delaware, so I was right near the like the Brandywine River Museum, which is where a lot of my heroes like NC Wyeth and Andrew Wyeth especially um came from. So like field trips when I was a kid. 
uh, we would go to those museums and I saw so it's really cool and, um, you know, loving all the paintings and like also the kids are seeing like all these like, you know, paintings of like nude women. So that was really cool too. And like, just as a kid, just like, Oh yeah. Can't wait till we go to this museum. And then, um, and then I was also, you know, total comic geek, you know, I never write any of them, but just look at pictures of like superheroes and, um, and then video games and all that stuff. But, uh, um, I don't know, just kind of always drew it, you know, just drew, you know, drew crap in school and doodle on notebooks to where the teachers would have to, like, get in conferences with my parents to tell them I'm, you know, disruptive and probably need to see, like, a therapist and all that stuff. And then, um, and I just, I don't know, just always kind of seemed like, well, I can do this one thing. And so if everything else, like, fails, I can just... You know, if I don't become this star athlete or, you know, this, you know, you know, rock and roll star, I can still like, I can always draw. So I might as well go to college for that. Um, so then, I don't know, it's always been kind of like a identifier for me. Um, and then I guess, you know, I went to uh, VCU in Richmond, Virginia, which I, I teach at now. And um, I guess after that, just kind of. You know, I was working at a, a, a venue, music venue in the kitchen uh, here. And so I started doing posters for shows coming to town and just, you know, get, you know, talk to the managers and try to get them to let me make stuff and then print them. And I just the excuse for me to put crap around town and try to sell stuff at, uh, at the shows and not really knowing what I was doing. Um, and eventually, you know, some of the, um, you know, the bands I was doing posters for, um, one one specifically uh, to kind of bring it back around was Explosions in the Sky, um, who's under the same management as Spoon. Um, but so I did a poster, yeah, yeah, and um, I, like I just did this crappy like printout poster that I didn't know what I was doing, I didn't know what the poster world was. I just loved this the '60s and poster scene from there. Um, so they, um, they liked the poster and wanted me to send them a couple copies and I did. And then they hired me to do something for, you know, some of their smaller bands. And then that was, you know, 2011 and, you know, then that management company, you know, that has Explosion in the Sky and Ockerville River and, um, and Spoon, who I eventually started working with. Um, so I've been working with them for, you know, uh, you know, since I pretty much started um, one way or another, and then uh, you know, I did a bunch of editorial work for a while. Um, you know, because like that's where the money's at, and that's what uh, you know, that's what some of my teachers were doing at the time. And um, uh, you know, so I did editorial for a while, did concert posters, and kind of kept going back and forth. Um, and I think kind of what you. Uh, brought up earlier that I think is kind of interesting is that um, like the, the, you know, uh, we say can art or beer art is, you know, the new concert poster. And I think that comes down to, um, you know, concert posters, you can do anything, you know, it's like, I just put a name on it and it has to have a certain vibe or certain feel, make it fit with the words, uh, you know, the, the name of the band um, and same thing with the beer, but you know, at, the same time it's sort of more you can experiment a lot more and you can make art that can live outside of um just one specific like really specific article that dies the next day um so they're both kind of a vessel for um me or i imagine most artists to pretty much do what they want to do anyway but actually get paid for it and you know have a, a you know a clientele and you know, reasons for, you know, people to come back to it. Um, so that's, I guess, kind of where I'm at now. I think that kind of sums it up to some yeah. degree. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's, I think that's great. And, um, if you look at a lot of your art, I mean, I think that the idea that you were drawn in class, like I, I, the, one of the things I like about your art is kind of, it's the, the perspective is it kind of has that you're looking in on something, you know, a lot of, is you know you're telling the story or the picture of kind of a, a scene in front of you right like you can see like it's almost if you were to flip the you know look at the other side of the camera you could also you know it could be a guy someone to, you know a person taking a picture or being in a moment and it's kind of you're just kind of 
you know, the, the, the scene is, is being, you know, literally pictured. Yeah. You know, so I imagine you'd be in classes drawing the, you know, drawing the teacher, drawing the desks and folks, <laughs> around, you know, folks around you. And oh, well, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that was definitely where my, you know, um, uh, you know, I guess style came from, um, or a lot of my subject matters come from, uh, drawing, you know, I, like, I really have, I'm passionate about drawing from life. Um, like keeping a sketchbook and um, like journaling and um, kind of recording things, even the, you know, sometimes just mundane kind of boring stuff. Um, and it kind of started as an exercise to just like get better or, you know, um, homework assignments or something like that. But um, after a while, it just became a um, sort of a mission and you know, like a kind of search and destroy scenario uh, where you're just constantly trying to find something to capture. And, you know, you're, you're you're living day to day, moment to moment, uh, you know, in a world, and um, you know, what do you do about that? Are you like, uh, you know, for someone who's visual like myself, um, you know, you want to record it one way or another. So, I think a lot of it, you know, the, all the the line work and the kind of hurried nature of of what I do, um, a lot of it just comes from that, just kind of um, serially trying to capture what's happening around me just to remember it and just to, you know, kind of find what's beautiful in things that are near me or what's hideous or what's scary or what's ugly or what's exciting. Um, and, you know, it's like definitely, you know, what you said it's on the other side of most of my drawings is, just, you know, me <laughs> looking creepily at a crowd of strangers or something. Um, yeah. No, I think, I, I think that the way you capture stuff is great. And I, I like how you like, uh, refer to it as like the the hurried up nature of it because you know even yeah and again folks if you're um if you if you haven't found leslie yet you know it's uh leslie uh com is the website and then on instagram leslie.herman and what i do and i i anytime artists do this and let kind of let let you in when you show like some of your early sketches and to see you mm -hmm. know you see like you see that little notebook you have right and you see these little yeah, you know, super rough, you know, concepts. You're you're just trying to get them down to capture that moment, and then they become these, you know, elaborate pieces that have the, um, you know, and what I like too is you have like the main focal point if you looked at it from afar, like the front face, but then there's always kind of these little Easter eggs or kind of other little pieces of the story that you kind of disco yeah. discover as you kind of get into it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, that's um, kind of something I, I started to kind of realize a few years ago that, that you know, there's two ways to look at each piece, you know, um, especially with posters, um, or I guess, you know, probably most art, um, before you get close to it, you got to see it from a distance. And I, I feel like by, you know, if you see it from a distance first, um, you already kind of have an idea of it. And if it doesn't capture you at first, at your first look, then for me, at least, I don't care anymore. I'm over it. You know, I think with most people, you know, if you're flipping through a magazine or walking down the street and look at a, a window on a record store or um, outside a venue or wherever you're at, um, you got a second, <laughs> you know, so you got, you know, it has to hit you quick. Um, but then, that, you know, the idea is the second, um, the second look where um, that's where I want to make people love it. Yeah. And I, I totally agree with that because I, one of the, obviously the way that this all comes together with Leslie is we're really excited because one of the great breweries in Connecticut, Fat Orange Cat uh, Brew Company, and they're part of the, you know, 12% uh, um, beer project, you know, kind of lineup. So it really all ties it together for us, especially, you know, we're based in Connecticut. But the first label that Leslie did for Fat Orange Cat, you know, someone in my head, obviously with with a brewery that's, you know, about a cat and they had, you know, it's based on, you know, their old, you know, cat and they're, they're wonderful people. I, I've gone to the location. I've met them at numerous events. So I'm really excited you're coming to Connecticut to kind of experience that. But at first you look at from afar, it's, it's just a cat. Like, okay, it's a cat. Like, yeah. and that's like, okay, it's cool. You know, it's a fat orange cat. It's super <laughs> fat and chubby, but then it's, it's trippy. Cause you see the, the it's very like lucid with the eyes and the, the, you know, the naked woman going through, going back to your uh, lovely remote museums. And then super, 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 <laughs> yeah, and then super, super subtle with that, you know, is the, um, whatever, the, 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 
the dose or you know what um, you know <laughs> might you know kind of tie into yeah a little LSD kind of <laughs> thing that says New England IPA on the tongue. And it was like, I mean, I remember that. I was like, oh, and I looked at it. I mean, it just gave me a laugh. Like, so your whole point is, you, know, you keep exploring it, and it's it's never, you know, it's never over the experience. That that was really great. So that kind of cool. That was something I, you know, I really kind of took away from that. Oh, cool! Thank you. I, you know, I'm glad it glad it worked. You know, that was definitely the you know the intent, and, um, you know, especially for the first beer, um, you know, and their their name. Uh, you know, Fat Orange Cat, and then the name of the beer, Someone in My Head, which is a, a Pink Floyd reference. Uh, I love is one. You know, that album's really important to me, and um, you know, the Dark Side of the Moon. And, uh, and I was like, all right, I want this beer. I just want to be a big fucking cat. Like, I just want to be a big ass cat with like crazy eyes and just look super weird and um, just really loud. You know, that, you know, it's not enough. It always needs that, that second kick that you were talking about, and. Um, and it's kind of like I want it to be, you know, have some psychedelic influence or, you know, something like that or something that can, um, you know, so it's not just sharp at first, you know, once people see the beer from across the aisle, walk up, grab it and be like, oh, shit, this is fucking cool. Um, I'm going to drink it. And then they realize the beer is super tasty and, you know, keep buying it. And, um, and you know, talking with the, the label and all like, hey, um. Uh, how, you guys cool with the drugs or like naked people? And they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, can I keep this acid tab? And like, yes, definitely do that. And it's like, uh, I like, love you guys. Yeah, I think right. this is going to be a good relationship. <laughs> yeah. I, so, like, I definitely agree. Cause um, I remember, I, yeah, I went to that cause I went to that and I was like, I was psyched. Yeah. You know, I got those cans and it was just, I was, I was, you know, it was the first one. And like I said, the, the whole kind of uh fat orange family was there and, and like, they're just great people. I mean, their location is killer too. It's like this, you know, wood. Yeah. This wood kind of like, you know, small. It's a small land. You know, the owners, the brewer, everyone's mm-hmm. there. It's just like a family. Everyone's happy to be there. You know, I, I it's a, it's a little ways away it from me, so but cool. dude, it's yeah, it's perfect. Like they were just kind of blowing up, and then they put this together, and people were just kind of like made this little pilgrimage up there. And I remember a buddy of mine was like, <laughs> "You got to go cool. up," and I went, and it was, it was awesome. So, it was, uh, it was perfect. It's, yeah. a, it's a great. It seems like a great, great like um, uh, you know, family to be around. Um, like the the brewery looks great when they showed me pictures. Like yes, I want to be I want to be incorporated with something like that. You know, it's not in the middle of a strip mall or oh no, yeah, anything. it's in the middle of woods in you know like rural Connecticut and yeah, um, it's a little bit. And of, they, yeah. they they live on the premises and you know it just seems like very. Like they care about every part of it. And, it's, yeah, um, it's it's what you yeah it's what you want it's what you want things to be like you just want like you want it's because it's super hyper competitive like space especially in beer like and so just like when you meet good people sure. you just want it to be you want it to go like awesome and the crew of twelve yeah. percent is awesome you know the folks with fat orange categories so exactly. it's just kind of it's the it's the trifecta and then you got the you know the the Fockless monster again it's you know I, I I'm not mm-hmm. trying I'm not trying to be fanboy but like it's killer because it's it looks from afar. It looks Thank like you. the Loch Ness monster. But then you look up and it's a fucking cat, and it's still, you know, like you're definitely, you're <laughs> definitely, you know, like you're, you're not just having, you know, fucking Garfield and Heathcliff just chilling. Like you're really kind of pushing the envelope <laughs> with that stuff, and I, I love it. I'm trying to. I mean, well, thank you, thank you so much. I mean, it's very kind of you, and uh, um, yeah, like it's, uh, you know, because you know, whenever I started sketching out some ideas at first, it was kind of like. This could get real cute and real lame real quick. And I don't want that. You know, I don't want that for the brewery. I don't want to be another guy that's like weirdly into cats. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I want it to be like fun and um, and like weird. And, you know, it could be dark or it could be you know, psychedelic and trippy or, you know, but I don't, I just want it to be interesting and like not get just like, hey, it's cute as a cat that's here or here, you know, like. <laughs> to be fair, Leslie. Uh, so, to be I mean, fair, Leslie, when I asked you for a, a photo sure. though of yourself, you did send me a picture of you with a big fucking cat. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got two of them. Yeah, I got two dogs too. I got a fucking zoo with this place. Yeah, but, no, it's uh, like yeah. I'm definitely a cat guy. Yeah, no, but, but uh, I sent. Yeah, I asked uh, Leslie because we're trying to really like we're trying to every Tuesday, you know, announce the artist. 
And man, we have some amazing artists, but no one has a fucking mugshot or buy, you know, actually <laughs> to save their life. So I mean, you're not the first one. Like I think two weeks ago, like I asked for you know the artist to send me one, and it was awful. And he, I was like, Joe, I can't use this. And so I used another one, and he was like trying to bust my ball. So I, I posted on his Instagram. I was like, everyone DM me for the real picture Joe sent me, and everyone was like, oh, okay, you you did him a favor. He looked like a criminal. Like so, I'm just. So it's just so funny that everybody can draw and everything like that. I mean, the the big argument, right, is the artists, they don't, they don't, like, it's a conscious decision not to really, like, blow up their, their spot with selfies and stuff like that. But I think, yeah, I think I found a new business model of just, like, taking, like, headshots of, of, of these artists. So we'll see. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be great. You know, I think you would, uh, None of us have one. No, you know? yeah, no. It's like, um, what? I could definitely uh, use it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what do you want? I'm like, yeah. I always feel so like, <laughs> it's just like a self-conscious thing, I guess. I don't know. Um, well, right. You're expressing it, yourself through your art, and that's what's speaking for you. You don't, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and if, yeah, you don't, yeah, you want to be vain. You know, it's it's all good. I get it. So, yeah, no, I just had to, had to bust some chops when, when you sent me this mat, like the cat the size of your head in this photo. It was like, I'm like, all right, it was funny. <laughs> Yeah, actually, that was uh, right when I got the uh, first um, the the first pack from uh, Fat Orange Cat. It was my first. That must, uh, yeah, that must first be pretty beer cool. Label design, and it was um, when I, I've been wanting to do beer label art for a long time, or or just booze, you know, wine, whiskey, whatever it is. But um, um, first time that came in the mail, um, it was on like six o'clock on a Friday. I was just, I was very happy. <laughs> yeah, know? right. Um, You're about to get ready to go so to the I, like, store. I like turn around and like take a picture to like send over to to you know Fat Orange Cat people and you know Sheila, um, who I've been talking with and say hey you got the beer thank you um, and then the cat started you know licking my head yeah <laughs> just yeah. kind of happened but it was a good day yeah and how many of those did you drink because it was like I think it was like at least in that picture you had, you had a, a plethora of those how many did you put put down that that first night oh. Uh, well, I saved one for my mom. Oh, look at that. Um, but I think, I think that, yeah, she's, she's, uh, me and my mom drink a lot of beer together. So, uh, saved one for her, but I think we took, me and my girlfriend took care of the rest of them. <laughs> they sent us, they sent us eight. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think they were nine, nine something. So, that yeah. was fun. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, uh, now how did that kind of, how did that come together? I mean, I, I think I know how, but, um, I would love to hear kind of the the story. You know, you said you wanted to do beer for beer labels or just kind of booze. You know, how, how did they come together? You teamed yeah. up, teamed up with kind of Twelve Percent and uh, Fat Orange Cat and everybody. Yeah, well, it's actually like very organic. Um, I've reached out to you know people in the past, and it's kind of always been by the wayside, or you know, you know, people don't really care, or they just you know not trying to pay for it, or you know, and then you know, for the, I guess the level I'm at, you know, it's hard to kind of like commit to doing something for people um, or for businesses starting out that don't have a, you know, a, a budget and stuff like that. So it just kind of never worked out in the past. Um, but this started, uh, my girlfriend is from New Haven or the New Haven area. Um, you know, so she has a ton of like really great friends up there and um, so they've been dating, you know, I've been meeting a bunch of them and, um, they've all been really cool. And one of them, um, Stephanie works for, um, 12%. Um, and I think it was mostly just, you know, her and a couple other people, you know, Alex and, um, I think Brian, who I haven't, haven't met yet, but, um, I think that's his name. I hope, I hope I didn't screw that one up. But, um, so, uh, my girlfriend Emma, her uh, her friend Stephanie, works for Twelve Percent. She hit me up one day and um, asked me if I'd be interested in working for them. It was a new job for her, and, um, so she brought, you know, said like we're maybe looking for like some glassware design or maybe like a logo, um, trying to kind of get get some stuff together for this company. So I was like, yeah, that's that's awesome, totally. Um, so I ended up talking to Alex, who's, you know, I guess, the, you know, the one of the partners in charge of 12% um, beer imports and 12% beer project. And so 
we started talking, uh, you know, the original plan was to try to find some way to, you know, work with them and, um, do some more design type work. And after kind of talking for a little bit, like, all right, well, I'm going to come to Connecticut. I'm going to be up there in like a week. So let's get some beer and we'll talk about it. Um, I kind of came to the point where like my work isn't going to be great for what they need. Um, and after kind of discussing options and things like that, um, like it's just not, you know, it, what I do isn't great for what they need and what they need is, you know, I, it's not, it just wasn't going to work out completely great for either of us. Um, so it was like, well, I have these breweries that I'm trying to, um, kind of work with and, um, it'd be really great to set you up with maybe some of them if, you know, you'd be into it. And, um, some people that just, you know, their beers are really good, but we just want to kind of take them to the next level. And which is kind of the idea that 12%, has you know with working with some smaller breweries you know build this kind of umbrella um put some you know, big names in there smaller names in there um and just kind of a, a place for great brewers to make crazy beer and um and one of them ended up being fat orange cat so we you know talked to him a little bit later you know a month or two later and um like asked me like would you be interested in doing you know kind of the you know, doing some labels for this company, maybe it's not turning into something, maybe not, um, but we're going to uh, start working with them, build a, you know, build a relationship with them, and I think you'd be a great fit, and he's like, yeah, they're, and they, you know, they're they're called Fat Orange Cat, and I was like, that name is fucking cool, uh, yeah, like, I'm certainly into it, you know, like, uh, tell her to give me a call, or tell them to give me a call, whatever, let's talk it out, and see if, you know, we can, we can try it out, and, um, and so talked to um, Sheila with uh, Fat Orange Cat, and you know it's a great conversation. We're on the same page. Um, you know, a couple weeks later, sent them ideas, and um, they were all for everything I was showing them. And then um, you know did the the first final, the someone in my head, and you know the you know the best response you can get from uh, a client ever is you know all capital letters on the you know uh email saying like fuck yes this is the fucking coolest thing ever so awesome oh my god fuck yeah and uh so i was like all right this is good <laughs> this is a good relationship and it's just been really smooth and really fun um since then so we just kind of um sort of locked it in and just decided you know, um let's just keep the relationship going and keep it building and um see what happens but so far it's been you know one of the more pleasurable experiences if not the most enjoyable experience i've had um making art so hopefully it just keeps going from here wow that's that's a that's a beautiful compliment so that's a i think that's great yeah I mean, yeah I, that's, it's, it's fantastic yeah like i said the i mean i've only i think i met them uh i mean they wouldn't know me from adam no it's not in a, i'm not offended at all but if i met them <laughs> three or four times a different that, but that's a, well <laughs> And I, I understand that, but like people have a weird time. A when they meet me and they they hear the voice, like they're weird. Like they just, I'm like like you don't have to sell, you don't you don't have a bio photo. People are just thinking of me as a voice. Like I freaked people out a couple of times when I met them, and they're like, "Oh, you're the voice." But I, I think that a, a, I think that a true you know testament of people as as individuals is when they don't know who you are and they're just good people. And that's what I really like about Fat Orange. Yeah. You know, the Fat Orange family, you know, and it's like every time I've met different folks, you know, either on my own or just being introduced or just kind of being a patron, like it wasn't, there was no pretense of like, oh, you're somebody, somebody. It was like, hey, we're really genuinely excited that you want to buy our beer. And that to me is like, I'm, I'm in. Like if they were a little bit closer, it'd be easier. But with the 12% stuff and the, you know, there's a release coming up, I think, on April 29th. That's going to be in Monroe, Connecticut. Yeah. You know, I'm really excited about that one. Um, but, mm -hmm. yeah, like, even they do, uh, they do like, this jalapeno, you know, beer, you know, and it's, like, I was, like, I would never try that. Jalapeno Jack. Yeah, I was, like, I, would, <laughs> I was, like, I would never try that. I'm, like, that sounds terrible. And they're, like, oh, you got to try it. And I'm, like, you know what? Sounds good. And I was, like, and I, and I walked away with a bunch of, you know bunch of crowlers we had mexican night and it was fucking awesome but i was like eh, it sounds like i'm like i'm like this is a terrible idea but these people are so nice that i cannot say no to this and it was fucking really great 
<laughs> oh, good, good. I haven't had that one. Yet, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. You've never. There's no. You've never had a beer like you know what I mean. Like you've never had a beer like that. Like, and they. I, I haven't had. There's. I. I they, they do. Again, speaking, of, I've only had the the less hot one, but they do ones where they can they keep the seeds in, and it's like supposed to be like super okay. spicy. But I've only had it when it's like mild, but it still had a little bite to it. But yeah, so it's it's good. I think con- consensus is the other you know really popular one. There's a few. Yeah, they, they do some great stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, and I, you know, I think like definitely like your your um uh, your experience like talking to them and stuff is definitely what I get. Yeah, with working with them, they're you know they're not you know. Uh, they're certainly not assholes. You know, they're, they just seem like really kind people that you just want to be around. Like people you want to work with, people you want to have a conversation with, people you want to drink one to many beers with. Yeah, and that's um, the thing. You just, go there, there's like wood, you know, it's like wood and it's a beautiful spot and it's like, but it's like intimate. It's not like massive where you get like, you get yeah. lost, so you can see the tanks and, you know, and they're you know they brew it they pour it they're there and it's like i said yeah it's it's like so i'm excited to get to kind of see that and be a part of it you know yeah much love yeah i'm excited this um this week i'm going up this weekend for the first time uh like i haven't met them in person um before and i've never been in the the, uh the uh the brewery you know their their land before either so I'm really excited to like check out the you know check out their their events and um, actually get to meet them and um, just kind of see the property. So it looks like a, a blast. It looks you know like how I'd want to spend every Saturday if I had the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I was there. I was like, oh man, if this was closer to me. I think my, my wife was probably happy. Yeah. I, I came home with like tons of like crowlers and she was like, what? I'm like, oh, this is great. And she's like, oh, how? I'm like, but it's really far away. And she's like, okay, so you can't go every weekend. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. right, we're good, we're good, we're good, yeah. So yeah, but now, but now that yeah, now the 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 release is next weekend, so she doesn't know that yet, but it's all good. So so for your what what is your kind of what, what is the process like? I mean, I know I mean you're you're kind of a pencil and sketch kind of guy. I mean, what's the yeah yeah how does it all how does it all come together? Yeah. Like you know you have your your kind of snapshot vision you know kind of and then. Mm-hmm. Again, again, folks. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Leslie. But like, go to Leslie.Herman. Like, I just, I love it. I mean, you can see all these early sketches and just kind of pieces of pieces of paper, like, and just where things go and where they came from. I mean, I think that that's. I, I just, yeah. I just love that because to me, that's like super vulnerable. Like, you're just like showing it. Like a lot of folks, like, it's just kind of like, okay, here it is, and it's like, wow, okay, like, and just, but to show that like where it came from and where you're thinking and how you do that you know there has to be other folks who are trying to be get into the game you know who are looking at it and going okay i see where this came from or how you got there so for me that's one of my favorite parts like just kind of like the the rawness of some of the early sketches yeah um yeah it's um sorry my girlfriend just put a a note on the door uh saying asking if i need a beer um <laughs> uh, yes and yes <laughs> um yeah uh just circled yes so very sweet now yeah right we're uh fully loaded i choose um, choose you but yeah i think <laughs> yeah yeah um lucked out um but yeah uh things like man like starting out uh you know it's always kind of just you know, open a sketchbook and just, you know, step away from my computer and just throw stuff at it, you know, just throw stuff at, you know, on paper, um, you know, take the name, you know, take a, start a fresh page. Um, and I think the first thing to do is just like, you know, not just look at paper and, but just start making marks. Um, you know, I write the name and I'll just write out like, um, no, I guess like one of the ones we were just talking about was jalapeno Jack. Um, so like say, take that, take that name, write it down underneath that. Just, I usually just start with the words just to get stuff on the paper, just to dirty it up. Um, things, you know, things that can relate to jalapenos, you know, with, you know, um, you know, you know, Mexican food or sombreros or cactuses, you know, spicy stuff, tacos, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, cerveza style beer, you know, you just start writing stuff down, 
Um, and just like really short form, just really gross and as quick as possible. Um, usually when I work, it's, it's kind of like a, um, you go, you know, it's very kind of like a bipolar almost, um, sort of manic and then quiet, just throw a bunch of stuff down and sit back and just like look out the window and then throw a bunch of stuff down, sit back, look at the window. And, um, most of the time it comes from just, you know, working and trying to push as much out of my head and just draw as many little things, you know, draw a bunch of cat eyes and see like, Oh, what if that, you know, the, the pupil in the cat eye was actually a, a window. And what if there's someone swimming around in someone's brain through that window and, you know, it just kind of slowly evolves. Um, and just kind of notes and drawing and trying to shove things <laughs> into places they don't fit and, um, looking at things and thinking about what else they could be. Um, and, and then just going to, and like sitting outside and drinking a beer and, um, take my mind off it. And that's typically when the idea comes, <laughs> um, you know, not when you're trying to think of something clever, but when you, uh, stop, um, stop thinking and just shut off, go take the dogs on a walk or, um, call it, call it a day and go grab a drink at the bar. And then you sit down and, and it's like, Oh, there's the idea. But, uh, um, and sometimes just is, uh, you know, going somewhere I haven't been and drawing, um, drawing stuff or just going out and taking pictures or, you know, if I can't think of anything, just go drive out to the, you know, the woods and like, you know, draw some barns or, you know, see what, see what you see and just see if anything, anything like, um, brings any inspiration because, uh. I guess, you know, it's always kind of a, a hunt to try to find stuff that inspires you. But, you know, there's plenty out there. You just got to find it. So it's, uh, it all it all depends on the project, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's really weird, you know, manic and and depressive, I guess. But uh, no, I think shove a bunch of stuff together and sit back from it and let it absorb. Yeah, no, I think that. It, uh, you have your kind of you're just kind of brainstorming and then you walk away and then you kind of plant these seeds that come back when you're not trying to think about it and i think that's it's incredible yeah yeah because no, yeah. yeah what I, no, what i like about your art is like i said before it, it it captures life like it's really it's not you know you're saying like you kind of downplay a little bit but i mean it's just really you know it's you can see, I, I get to see you in a car just driving, you know, and you look at something and it's like, okay, like I see cool shit all the time, but I, I just, you know, the only cool gallery I have that is in my head. Like, I, I don't know how to get that out. And for mm -hmm. you know people like yourself who, you know, bring those visions or those perspectives to life, it's just, I think it's just wonderful. So, I mean, I don't know, I don't know how the fuck you cool. do it, man, but it's, it's great. You know? <laughs> you, yeah. Well, yeah, I think a lot of it's just like, um, it's, hard to let your mind wander, you know, nowadays. Um, like I try to like get away from my, my phone. Um, I'm only on my phone when I'm using it as press, uh, procrastination for work really, you know, um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you probably know this cause I'm like really slow to respond to like text messages and stuff. But, um, you know, it's usually I'm like, on my, the only time I'm like checking Instagram and Facebook is when I'm like trying to avoid, you know, put off doing work or something like that. But usually when I'm, as soon as I'm done, I just like leave my face, my phone inside and go like sit on my porch and just like smoke a cigarette and just like relax and put on some music and just, you know, hang out and like look at a tree and just sit there for a while and let my mind kind of wander. And, um, and you think about something you saw like earlier that day and like, you know, this, this person, you know, like looked up and like saw someone in the window and, you know, or it like, you know, stuck with you for some reason. And then you kind of think, you know, who is that person? What are they doing? What's, you know, what's their story? And then you start to develop a story about them or develop a story about this thing or the other thing. And, uh, and before you know it, you have this whole like image kind of planned out, this whole setting, um, kind of cinematic world that, um, you know, this daydream has turned into. Uh, and then you think about how you want to show that. You know, like what is, what time of day is it? What's the mood? And, um, you know, what's, you know, what is their purpose in this, in this story? Um, yeah, it's all just, 
you know, wondering, <laughs> you know, wondering and, and wondering, I guess. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it's different every day. Yeah. And we are back. You're listening to episode number 57, Sequenta y Siete, with our friend Leslie Herman, rock and roll artist, Fish, Spoon, Edward Sharp, Widespread Panic, Humphreys McGee, Ween, and so many more. So make sure you head on over to Leslie Herman, H-E-R-M-A-N.com. You can also find him on Instagram at Leslie Dot Harmon, see some of the comps, early sketches, where things came from. And it's really a great follow. Just like I said, I love to see behind the scenes. Show me the little leg, show me the little curtain, and we are good to go. So really excited to have that. Exciting because Leslie, for during press time, he'll be here in Connecticut. So when this drops, you're listening on 420. What's up, bro? Puff puff pass, you know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? So, make sure that uh, make sure you uh, take care of yourself this holiday weekend. But yeah, Leslie will be here in Connecticut, chilling with the crew at uh, Fat Orange Cat, and so really excited for him to have that experience. And once again, tip of our caps, hello to everybody over at the Cat. Keep on keeping. And you're listening to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas. We are having a great time. As we continue to mention and tease, we have the Art of Craft Beer Show coming to you this summer live in New Haven, Connecticut. We have rented out one of the best galleries in Connecticut for a little over two weeks. We will have different events, ways you can participate, be involved, see some of the artists. We're going to bring this podcast to life. See these artists and designers who bring your favorite beers and breweries to life in 3D, in person. You'll see some of their beer-related work. You'll see some of their personal work. It will be a great, great time. So we will be announcing in coming days the date, and then we will introduce the artists and kind of go from there. Take it very Natural, very organic, but I can tell you it will be happening this July in New Haven, Connecticut. So stay tuned for more information on that. We have a website that I'm finalizing, and there's a lot of good things that are happening. So that's the Art of Craft Beer Show this summer. We already celebrated a one-year anniversary, so we've got to keep ourselves busy, and this is what we're going to be doing. It's going to be a lot of great fun, and we can't wait to meet you and thank you in person and just have a good old time together. So we're working on a few things for the grand opening. So stay tuned for that, but regardless, hold on to your paperwork. We will see you. We'll see you around town. Remember, you can check us out on Instagram, 16OunceCanvas, 16OZCanvas, 16OZCanvas on Twitter, Facebook. And then the website is 16OZCanvas.com. Real quick little piece of administrative if you're checking us out via iTunes or whatever your favorite podcasting utility is, we would really appreciate it. Call it a small favor if you would not mind uh, rating us or leaving a review. If you do both, uh, yesterday was a National High Five Day. So, you know, we owe you a couple high fives. Put it in the old high five bank, get you up top. Not down low because you'd need to be too slow, as the kids say. When I say kids, I mean my children, not like the millennials or the younger audiences. I mean my seven-year-old and my four-year-old who, you know, props them. They taught me on the regular, but a lot of fun. It is the weekend. We are, it's been a long week. Spring is upon us. It is getting nicer out while the reports are true that it has been cold. It's been snowing here in Connecticut occasionally, but spring is officially upon us, and we cannot wait for outdoor events, drinking beers, you know, in the backyard, barbecues, chilling in the hammock. You know, maybe you've got like a tree fort, tree house, not the brewery, just out on the uh, gazebo, just just hanging outside wherever you are. It is a great time, and it's going to be a, another great year. 
for outdoor adventures. So get in touch. We're going to get right back into it. We have another part of this one. Really enjoyed speaking with Leslie. He was such an easy person to speak to. I really love how he captures kind of the imperfections and moments in life. And that's one of the really the, the true pieces of his art. I mean, it was great. Like he was you know, saying, he's never met the folks from Fat Orange. And they're going to you know, connect. You know, he and I never really met. We've uh, exchanged a couple text messages back and forth just to kind of coordinate. So really, this is one of our longer episodes. And it's just because of that connection, really easy ability to talk. It was also fun because we were both drink, drinking dur- during it. Uh, the beers I had, I had uh, a microphone or microphone. Uh, there smells like bean spirit. And I had a couple Aslan beers. So it's always a lot of fun to you know, do that. We were both you know, crushing a few and just having a good old time. So let's get right back into it. Part two. Leslie Herman right here on the 16-ounce canvas. Salute. Now, are you a big... Uh are you a big Nighthawks fan? Like uh, the 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 Edward Edward Hopper Nighthawks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, because I because um, I do notice there's a big different perspective of of a diner, but you kind of are drawn back. There's a lot of them that are, you know, in a diner type of perspective, and I it's, I was just curious. I thought yeah. that was really, I mean. I don't know if if you don't have fun at a diner, then you're doing something wrong. You're probably listening to the wrong podcast. But <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I love the diner and just kind of the you never see the same people twice, and it's you can just sit there. All, I, exactly. I, I just sit there all day, and you know, different shit can happen. But yeah, I was, I was, yeah, that's that that, that resonated with with me. Oh, cool. Oh, oh man, I'm so glad you like uh, picked up on that. Um, yeah, I mean, Edward Hopper, one of my favorite artists ever, easily. Um, very, you know, I brought up Andrew Wyeth earlier. Like a lot of those guys, like my work doesn't look like them, like physically, but um, the way they can set a mood with a setting, um, and you know, tell a story often without even showing any any people or anything happening is just, um, really interesting. Me and like, yeah, diners and Americana, you know, the Cohen brothers, you know, that um, that, that kind of the whole that whole theme, like what happens at night when things get quiet, you know, and, um, and, you know, like you said, like diners, like who knows what, what could happen out in like rural Virginia, like what the hell could happen? You know, anything. Um, and just that, that like mystery there is, it, it's enticing. And it's also, um, you know, I was actually having this conversation with a friend last night, like we go to this bowling alley and it's like built in 1959. It's just a, it's like, it's fine. It works, but it's kind of a dump. Like it's nothing fancy. And the people are there, you know, they're not, they're not me, you know, they're not like, like living in a city, you know, liberal, like craft beer drinking people. They're, you know, you'll probably have them, you know, or more of them are, you know, Trump supporters and, um, you know, kind of rednecks and, you know, that kind of, that kind of thing. That's just people I don't hang out with, but I, you know, being around this environment with them, it kind of makes me love them and kind of like really appreciate different cultures and stuff like that too. So I feel like there's also this, this part of me that thinks that, um, you know, it, it's sort of my, uh, you know, sort of self-help to, you know, pay attention to that, that world that, you know, the diners where it could be anyone, you know, it's anyone there. It's not me. I'm not going to some like hip cocktail bar where it's a bunch of, you know, people with the same opinions I have. It's, you know, there's places where like most people don't have the opinions I have. It's places where anything could happen. It could be anyone's story in this place. It's, um, it's the world's story, you know? Um, it's kind of like, uh, like diners are kind of a, um, like a small test pool for society as a yeah. whole. Yeah. Um, because it is everyone. You know, right. could be any any person with anything in their mind. Yeah, because I, I I like that idea because if you were to take you and that person and leave that commonality, you'd immediately yeah. go to you like you don't you go your eighth grade dance style, right? You'd be on the other sides of the wall and you wouldn't come in the middle. But you're both bowling. Yeah. You know what I mean? You look over the guy next to you and he might be crushing his Budweiser, but like, yo, no, he he's, <laughs> he just picked up that crazy split or just you know you shared a laugh because you almost you know 
took a digger because the lanes are all greasy. Like, if people, no. if people, you know, if people with differences met at a bowling alley or a diner, we'd probably, you know, there'd probably be a little bit more of the the middle than than we're seeing right now. Oh, exactly, and it's 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 very like a hopeful place for me. Like, go to the bowling alley and just like, yeah, it's like. Man, you know, like, you know, everything, nothing else matters. Like, you're cheering on and high-fiving the dude next to you because, like, he picked up some crazy slit, you know? And, like, like man, we're not that different. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's cool. Like, we, we're still, like, we got to get our fucking shit together, and, you know, some of us more than others. But, um, I don't know, it's kind of gives me a little, little hope and a little, you know, like you said, the commonality of, you know, the human race. Like, we can have this one thing. Like, you know, let's go to this place and like, we're all equal here, you know, and you know, art, you know, kind of like cheers or something like yeah, that. Cause, yeah. Cause yeah, that's a good way um, to look at it. Right. Cause I, I just wish that more <laughs> more people would like, I welcome, I welcome discourse in like a, res- yeah. in a respectful way. Like I get it. Like, okay, I'm a crazy fucking hippie liberal. Like, okay, is that is all you got? Mm-hmm. I'm a snowflake. Okay. When you're done. <laughs> we both love our family. We both want this. We both want that. So like, let's look. Yeah. You know, the, the three things we don't agree on, and you're really passionate about. I bet you we can find some shit to get to get get in the middle. You know, it's yeah. like, and so that's yeah. So that, I think it's great. I mean, I, that's why that's why like that's why I was saying before. Like, I can just see that you're there. Like, it's kind of like capturing this, you know, Americana, this life. Now, is that is that bowling alley? Is that the Ween bowling alley from that the that 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 poster yeah 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 that's my that's my bowling alley yeah man that's <laughs> awesome yeah it's um I, I changed it a little bit but um yeah 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 it's the same one um it was like fell in love with bowling like a year ago and uh marketing and i was yeah. like yeah like should it should work for ween you know like i said earlier it's like oh you know, it's all kind of a vessel for me to tell my own story in one way or another and have it work for uh, a band or a brewery or whatever. And, uh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, what is, yeah. now a lot of the music is in that, you know, you have Umphreys, you got Panic, um, you have a few Panics, you got Ween, you know, like I said, Fish, Trey, mm-hmm. Gordo, like that's definitely, that's, that's in my wheelhouse. Now, how did that kind of, how, now, how does that come together? Like, how does it, how, like, I mean, your roster of, of music, you mean Edward Sharp, uh, you know, Spoon, Beirut, Iron and Wine. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like good fucking music, man. Like, how how does that come together? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, how does that come together? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Dude, uh, you're, yeah, you're the most, you're, you're beyond honest. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, well, I think you know, it probably goes back to just coincidental happenstance for some of them, you know, like Spoon, like I didn't even realize how much I loved them so until uh, I started working for them. Um, and kind of the same thing with, you know, like a few of those others. Um, and I think it just like a lot of cool bands or cool venues are the ones that hire musicians. Um, and whether or not, you know, all of my, you know, love the music, I can respect the hell out of them because they care about what they're doing and they care about the entire like 360 degree process and livelihood that they're trying to embrace, you know, like, like a band like fish, like, you know, honestly, like I'm not, I'm not a huge fish head by any means, but uh, I respect the hell out of them because they are you know, great at what they do and they, you know, care about every part of the process, you know, they want to take care of the artists. They want to take care of the band. They want to put on the best show they could possibly put on. And, um, and I don't know. I mean, for them, like I just emailed them. I somehow found their email and reached out and was like, Hey, I, uh, you guys hire great people. I want to, I want you to hire me pretty much. And, um, and they're like, yeah, we actually know who you are. Um, <laughs> you're like, wait, here's what? the date. Yeah. Can you do a poster? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's kind of, I don't know, you, some people find you, you, sometimes you have to find people, but, um, uh, I don't know, try to gravitate towards people that are doing good, cool stuff and hope that it works out well. Yeah. Is that, is is that kind of, is that, that must be a good feeling at this point, right? Where you're like, like I said, you're the work you're associated with is, 
is quality. And that doesn't necessarily mean like they put out the best album or whatever, but it just kind of, sure. it's, it's just kind of, I don't know. They, 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 they take care of their craft and it just seems a little more, you know, honest and organic and genuine. Like, and so I think it's kind of a, exactly. it's great for you to be kind of, you know, um, and they, and it's kind of nice cause you see that in them and they see that in you. And like you're saying, you don't, you don't, love fish probably the way I do, but you see, you see the bigger picture of them as artists. And I think that, you know, yeah. that, they, that they love the, you know, they love the every, I mean, cause every piece of their show and the whole experience, I mean, they have a different artist every, every city. And, yeah. and it, it's so great. Uh, I mean, they're, they're great. Yeah. They're great for the whole arts community and their, you know, their fan base, they take care of everyone really well. And you know, like what the hell is there not to like about them? You know, it's a, you know, you know whether or not you like the music or or, or not. It's, you know they they're doing great things. Uh, you know, or like a lot of the bands, like you know, if you like them or not, it's like they're fucking good. They're cool. You know, they're good to work with. You know, and I just want to surround myself with people that are doing good stuff. You yeah, know, man. whether it's um, you know up my alley or not, but. Um, Luckily, a lot of things I've been working with recently have been, and that's um, that's that's really exciting. That when those two things can can uh, come to a common ground together. Now, now without naming anybody, have there been like bands that like you just can't, you don't dig their music like at all, and you're just kind of like, eh, I'm busy when you're not really busy, or like you just kind of nicely, <laughs> like kind of nicely pass. Um, man, I. I think if if I end up passing on a band, it's usually more because they're being a pain in the ass. You know, if they're right. being like good and like like I've been, I've done plenty of stuff for bands. I don't 